0: I'm starting to see where God is taking me next and I want to be in alignment already. I want to begin to show up now for where he's taking me. And so that was the question that I had to ask. So start with that question on why. We love
1: knowing and keeping secrets. It makes us feel loved. It makes us feel important. It makes us feel valued. But that is the best kept secret. We are loved by the creator of the universe. This season, we are coming together with some of the most beautiful queens that you will ever meet to unpack productivity tips from the Bible. If it's the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to search it out, then queen, we've got some work to do. Let's get to it. Hey y'all, it's me, Live, and I am so incredibly grateful that you are back for another episode of The Best Kept Secret. <laughs> I know, I know, y'all did not know that discussing productivity tips from the Bible could be this interesting, but it is but it is. (laughs) We have talked about how to prioritize God in our business, how to develop social media strategies that honor him, how to bring our finances to the Lord so that we may be better stewards of our businesses and ministries, how to bring our ambition, our goals, and invite him to speak into those areas. And now we are going to get into how to dress. For success in the places that we are going. Styles does not come easy to me, y'all. It does not. that's a surprise. <laughs> I am literally just playing. Y'all know I stay in these t-shirts, <laughs> um, but it doesn't come easy to me. And so today, I'm just so incredibly excited to introduce you to my guest, Salon Shepherd. Before we get into that, you already know we're going into the Word. See what the Lord has to say about the ways that we dress, and He has quite a bit to say about it. But one of the proverbs that stuck out to me and really made me laugh. It's Proverbs eleven twenty two. It says, a beautiful woman who lacks discretion is like a gold ring in a pig's snout. <laughs> Y'all, a beautiful woman who lacks discretion is pointless. What on earth does the gold ring in a pig's snout signify? Nothing. It signifies something pointless. And it's here that we need to recognize that our beauty is only further enhanced by the way that we adorn ourselves, by the way that we choose to dress. The Lord is telling us that a beautiful woman wastes her beauty when she fails to exercise wise choices. Those wise choices show up in the ways that we speak, the choice of words that we use, the decisions that we make, and the way that we dress. And that lack of wisdom can not only detract from your beauty, but it can distract others from it as well and take attention away from the very things that we would admire otherwise. Y'all have all seen a beautiful woman and wondered why on earth it is that she's wearing that. Or (laughs) you've even looked back on a few pictures as I have and wondered why on earth you wore that. Because it distracted from that natural beauty that God gave you. I'm excited to get into this conversation because we need these conversations. And those ways that we dress can either inhibit or help us to further share the message that God has given us. I will tell you that our God is so gracious and so kind that I had a moment. Where I was sharing a word in an outfit that I absolutely loved. And it wasn't until after I shared that message that I realized whew, it was something that I should not have worn. Y'all our God is so kind and so faithful that it's my hope that as we approach this subject, you don't feel any shame or condemnation, but you feel the joy and the excitement, the pleasure, the honor, and the opportunity that we have to adorn ourselves in a way that will not detract from the message and the work that we are doing. Y'all already know that I am here to put myself out there if it's going to help anybody. And my husband brought me these Incredibly cute pants from an online company about three years ago now. And I was so excited to wear them on a speaking engagement. I preached and Holy Spirit was there. I'm so incredibly grateful because people still come and talk to me about the message that I preached. That is only by the grace of God, because it turned out that this outfit was. Really distracting. My mentor sat in the audience and later talked to me about what I'd chosen to wear and reminded me that I could not wear that again. Now on the outside, I had no cleavage showing. I was covered up and it was a rather modest outfit. In fact, when I went to a conference that she hosted called Preach Her here in Las Vegas, and I wore the same outfit during a fashion show that she hosted to help women recognize what they can and cannot wear, the women in the audience all said that my outfit was perfectly fine to speak in. Y'all, they didn't realize because I hadn't realized that there was no lining in those pants. And because of that, when I began to sweat, it began to show. We have to be careful about what we are wearing, whether it's on social media or at our speaking engagements, so that it can enhance what it is that the Lord is doing within us and not inhibit others from gathering the word and into their heart. And once again, I'm so incredibly grateful for Holy Spirit's kindness and his mercy, but I would be out of line to wear that a second time now knowing what it is that I know. And I'm a little more cautious today. I am growing in this area, y'all. I need a ton of help here. (laughs) So I'm incredibly grateful for our guest Today. She is anointed. She is beautiful. And it's time that I introduce you to Solange Shepard. Solange Shepard was born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada, but currently finds her home in Dallas, Texas. She is the founder and the CSO, the chief styling officer of Vigne Collection, an online clothing boutique that inspires women to wear clothes for fashion and not. For definition, with a recent background in full-time ministry, she is a leader, mentor, fire starter, and empowerment specialist of the Brave Her community group. You can find her on Facebook at Salon Shepherd. You can find her on Instagram at brave underscore her 23. And she also offers a book club that is held online every week, as well as a community group. If you are in the DFW area. I cannot wait for you to meet my guest. I'm here to tell you that she dresses impeccably well, (laughs) that she just exudes style and grace and class and elegance. And I just want you to know, Solange, that if you ever decide to sell your closet, I will buy all (laughs) of your clothes because I absolutely adore watching you on social media media and just admiring what it is that you have on (laughs) I've never gotten that one yet (laughs) I saw pastor Sarah Jakes Roberts um (laughs) literally do something I want to say last year where she was selling her closet oh wow just want you to know if you ever decide to sell your closet (laughs) you have a buyer
0: (laughs) that is hilarious listen if I ever decide to I'll make sure Liv is the first like Liv just tell me what you want I'm sending you whatever you want
1: (laughs) Yes, thank you so much. All right, all right. I'm so ready for this conversation. Can you just tell us, you know, how did you
0: start? I'm gonna how, how did I get into fashion?
1: How did you get into fashion? But how yeah. say your business name one last time? I know, time. I know.
0: It is very hard. So listen, there's no judgment for anybody <laughs> that can't say it. Um, it is, it's not how it's uh, spelled, but it's um, spelled D I G N E Collection. Uh. And it's pronounced dingy so it's uh, Latin. Okay. And Beautiful. I'll just give a little synopsis of it. So Dinyi in Latin means dignity. And uh, for me, it spoke volumes because I wanted to create a line or a, a boutique that was going to signify significance, that dignity, piece, and, and respect. And so Dinyi was like the perfect name. Now, here's the crazy thing. God just works in, I, like, I can't explain how God works um i was thinking of a name and, and i think there was a name i don't even remember the name i initially came up with so long ago and i looked that name up and it was already trademark and taken so i was like well i can't use that and i was like well what name should i come up with and i just remembered looking at my own name i was like what is my name i know what my name means in french but i don't know what my name mean in any other language and i discovered that my name meant dignity in latin and that's where the word deny came from, because I was like, well, my name is Dignity in Latin and Dignity in Latin is Dingy. So this is what we're going to do. So I came up with Dengie and crazy enough, God is just so faithful. Um, Proverbs 31 and 25, uh, 25 talks about, you know, the, the the woman that is dignified, right? That she laughs at the future, right? And I was like, wait a minute, this is, this is it. she is clothed with strength and dignity. And she laughs without fear of the future. And I was like, oh, this is a no brainer. Like God just put this whole thing together. So anyways, just to put a little, you know.
1: It's beautiful. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to pronounce it correctly because it is beautiful. Now that we have the background (laughs) with
0: the name,
1: tell us, how did you get into fashion and opening your clothing boutique and everything like that?
0: yes so getting into fashion i think it's something that i started as as a young girl like um, my grandmother was just like and she still is a fashionista okay she's just she just got it she just got it and it was one of those things that just trickled down to my mom that trickled down to us and we were you know beginning to learn our our style early at, at a young age just because you know my mom and them love to shop they love to dress and so it's like oh well this is what we do and so so I, I took it on at a very early age because it was passed down to me. And then I think at some point, just going through the, the motions and trying to figure out like who I am and my own style, I think I finally got to a place where I was like, you know what? I don't want to dress just dress the way that everybody tells me I should dress. I want to venture out and try my own thing. And just, and so that's where I began to step into it in a place where I owned it then. Where I was like, I enjoy this because it allows me to express myself. Um and it makes bold statements about who I am. And so that's kinda it started at a young age. But when it comes to the boutique itself, I started the boutique in summer of 2020 is when I had the idea to do it. And I said, okay, I'm gonna move on the paperwork. I started, you know, filing for the business, all that stuff, license everything. And then december 2020 is when i began to buy inventory that's how it worked that's how it worked and so i just decided to buy inventory i was like you know what i'm just gonna venture out and try this thing and in may 2021 is when i actually launched the boutique mm-hmm. yep awesome. and, and it was just really because just to give a little bit on that as well is i decided to do it because as a woman of god to your point it is often hard to find great quality pieces that is modest and really allows you to show up and not feel self-conscious where like you said you know is, is there lining in here is that you know is this cut too low is this too short is this you know and a lot of the stores that i was going to unless you were going to high-end stores it was very very hard to find things that i was looking for and so i was like you know if i'm having this problem i'm sure other women are having this problem especially believers so yeah that's the reason why i decided to create it because outside of zara and h m like child i don't know where to go <laughs> Ooh,
1: i'm saying i'm saying those are those are two of my staples as well
0: <laughs> oh my god yes they are my fave for sure <laughs> absolutely
1: now now amazon does have the whole amazon influencer thing amazon and, and i have thing. yet to shop on it but i yeah. do have a couple of influencers saved that I oh amazon is there. killing
0: it right now honey amazon is amazon is where it's at like they are I mean they're they're dominating in so many different areas, but they now have tapped into fashion and they have influencers that are creating their own lines. And hey, girl, it's amazing. Amazon It is amazing. amazing. We want to see you on there.
1: We want to see you on there.
0: Listen, I'll <laughs> receive that. I'll speak that into existence myself too. I agree, sis. Yes, yes, <laughs> sis. All right. So the first question
1: that I have outside of, you know, how did you get involved into fashion? is does the way you dress define you? I am so interested to hear what it is that you have to say about whether or not the ways that we dress define ourselves and you know does it support or stifle the opportunities that we have the ability to walk into?
0: That's a very very great question and my thoughts on that is twofold so when I think about it defining us, when I think about from the standpoint of answering that question personally for yourself, I would not say that our style just defines us because I think that there's so much more to us than just our style. However, I do believe that our style is a great expression of who we are. It's a great way to express express who you are, express the different seasons of life that you're in. And I think that's the beautiful part about it. Listen, I may be extremely modest in this season. I mean, and there was a time for that. Let me be honest and say, when I speak for myself, that there was a time for that where I was extremely modest, where I was wearing stockings with dresses that went past my knees. Okay. And that was my style in that season, as I was just really discovering who I was in Christ. And now, you know, it's just evolved and it's so different where I don't mind. I, I, I love putting on distressed jeans, right. And a a top, and to me, that's still modest. Right. And so I think it's a great expression of, of who we are in the different seasons of our life, but it doesn't overall define who you are. And so that's my personal opinion on that. And, and I think uh, one of the things I put on my website, which is actually on pause right now, but one of the things I put on my website was I wanted to create a brand that would um, allow women to use fashion for an expression and not for definition. It should be for an expression and never for definition. And here's the difference in my mind. When I think about it defining us, I think about how oftentimes we can be put in a box and you feel like, well, I got to dress this way because this is the type of person that everybody says that I have to be. And then before you know it, now you take on that identity that everyone else says that you should be. And your, your style of dress is a reflection of that because you're driven by what other people say that you should be, right? And so that then begins to shape who you are but what I've been discovering, like I said, it's just through this whole process of evolving is that I don't wanna be put in a box. And I don't think none of us should be put in a box. I think that there's so many layers and facets to us. I always use this example. When I look at a diamond, diamond is brilliant and, it, and it ha- the radiance that it has is because there's so many facets of a diamond. Like if you were to zoom in on that diamond and you look down in, the, in that crown, you see that there are so many facets. I mean, facets meaning that there's so many different sides, the way that they cut it, so many diameters uh, to the diamond that makes it brilliant. And I believe that's the same thing with us, that we're multifaceted. And so we should not be put in a box. Like I can dress, you know, uh, super vibrant one day and then the next day I'm monotone, right? And so that's my, my take on that. And then there was a second part to that question you asked, right?
1: Yes. Yes. That
0: is so freeing.
1: First of all, let me just say that is so freeing. I love a good pair of sweatpants. And so sometimes yeah. when I go out <laughs> to
0: the mall And the thing about it is you can, I love that you just said that because oftentimes when people see sweats they think that you you have to just be bummy and it's like no 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 since you could dress your sweats up like there is a way to style your your like with the shirt that you have on right now this white shirt right tuck it in the front let it hang on the side and on the back right and put on a cute sandal a cute heel put throw on a blazer to dress it up if you want like, there are ways to still take that that simple piece that everybody oh you need you dress bummy. like no i, I could take the same piece and make it look just as stylish as anything else and so yeah, I don't know, that came to my mind because you said, the, <laughs> you talked about the sweats, yeah. Yes, that's so good, that's so good and it is so
1: freeing. The second part of that was, do the ways that we dress open up opportunities for us and support those opportunities that we have to walk into or do you feel as if in some ways they stifle the opportunities that are available to us?
0: I think they do both. I think they do both depending on the environment, depending on um, the circumstance, depending on who the audience is. And so when I think about going into a job interview, right, they're going to really make their first decision according to your style of dress. And and let's not say style of dress as in, oh, she dressed really cute. No, it's, are you professional? Are you well-groomed? Are you, you know, really tactful and put together well? Right, And so I do believe in those environments is going to be heavily critical. And so it can stifle your opportunity or stifle your growth if you don't show up properly, right? When I think about even speaking engagements or speaking on public platforms or in front of an audience, there is also a way that you have to show up, right? And now that I think we're starting to see the liberation in that now, like people are showing up differently on stages and I love it, like I'm here for it because they get to show up on the stage and they get to be their authentic selves. Now, depending on the environment, like right now I'm sitting at a university, I'm sitting at UTD Dallas on their campus right now. If I were to be in a room and I have to speak in front of professionals, right? Or speak to a a college student, obviously, there's going to be a lot of eyes on me and I have to show up like right now I have a blazer on child. Okay. I have a blazer on, I have some black jeans on. And so I had to make sure that I was showing up for the audience that I was going to present in front of or be in front of. Right. But when I think about maybe a church stage, I've, you know, spoken at churches before, I still have to be very modest, but I'm also learning that I can adjust my style um, to the audience without completely losing myself. You know, I don't want to be self-conscious. I want to be able to show up and present to my best ability. And if I'm going to be able to do that, then I need to be able to be myself to a certain degree. Now, I can't go up there with my distressed jeans on, depending on the environment, right? But at least have Black jeans on, you know, so I do believe that it can stifle and I do believe that it can open broader doors uh, for of opportunity, depending on how we show up.
1: That's so good. I love that you know, you shared that the way that we dress it is an expression of who we are. And even as I hear you say that it can support and stifle, I believe that it really requires intentional thought to decide how do we want to express ourselves in this moment? What is it that we want to express in this moment? Because there are times where I do feel our wardrobe can even detract from our message when it's right. so flashy you know or, or you have those faux pas like I shared oh
0: it. no no that's totally right and I agree with that and I've had that happen to me before and I didn't realize it but the way I was showing up you know I was like oh this is me and then it was like oh wait oh, hold on hold on, wait let's reassess because of the room that you're in you know you don't want anything What what's more important the message that you're trying to deliver or the people being drawn to you and you always have to ask that question like What message am I trying to send, right? And when you're, again, speaking on platforms in front of people, you don't ever want anything to detract or deter people from the message that you're trying to send. Like you want them to leave gold. Like you want to add value to them. You don't want them to walk away. We'll say, oh, well, she had cute shoes. Oh, well, she, where'd you get your shoes from? Okay, well, what did you take from this message? You know, so I do absolutely agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Awesome. Awesome
1: insight. I am (laughs) in the middle of a season where I'm trying to identify my style hence the white shirt. I have a white one. I actually have a couple of white ones. I have a gray one and I rotate them in and out. I have a blue one that I don't like as much. Um, (laughs) I love t-shirts, but I don't always want to wear a t-shirt. So until I can identify my style. It's what I've settled on just plain white tees that I dress up as you kind of shared. And my question is what would you recommend to someone who wants to change their style? What are some of the first things that we need to do? I know you've mentioned that our dress is an expression of who you are. So <sighs> help me out. <laughs> Our conversation will be back in just a moment, but for now, I'd like to invite you to get connected to The Heart, the email newsletter that I send in partnership with The Colorfully Candid Paradigm. It's through The Heart that we'll have the opportunity to introduce you to what our ministry partners have going on. What featured interviews we'll be hosting in The Colorfully Candid Collective, and who will be joining me for the live recording of The Best Kept Secret. It's my hope that you will be there right along with us. Now, go on and click that link in the description or the show notes and let's get back to our conversation.
0: Yeah, I think the first thing is just identify why you want to change your style. I would say that for me, I'm also in this pivotal place too where I am thinking of tweaking my style a little bit as well. And I had to start with the question of why do I want to change my style, right? Why do I want to change my style? The reason why I decided, I'm just giving an example. The reason why I decided I want to change my style and tweak it just a little bit is because I want to dress for my next. I want to dress for where I'm going, right? Some people just wait till they get there and then they show up, you know, start making those adjustments then. And for me, I'm like, no, okay. I'm starting to see where God is taking me next. And I wanna be in alignment already. I wanna begin to show up now for where he's taking me. And so that was the question that I had to ask. So start with that question on why, so that you can get the specifics on, okay, do I really need to change my style of dress? Or like, you know, just recognizing what are those triggers or those influences? And so starting with that question, then the other thing is I have three questions that I normally start with and I have to get my phone for this because I don't want to get these wrong. But there's three questions that I wanted you guys to think about. And the first one is what message am I trying to send? I said that a little bit ago earlier or a little bit ago is asking the question, what is the message that I want to send? Like, am I trying to show up? Let's be honest. Some women want to show up because they want show up and they want their cleavage out. Right. They're like, I'm trying to get the attention. So that's the message that you're trying to send, right? So women show up and they say, no, I wanna show up in this space and I wanna own the space. I wanna own the room that I'm in. I wanna let women know that I'm confident and not even just women, whoever's in this room, I wanna let them know that I'm confident, that I believe in myself, that I'm poised, I'm put together. So asking what message am I trying to send, right? The second part to that, the second question is, what do I wanna be known for? I think that goes back to what you were asking about the question of, Does your style define you? And I said, no, I don't think it defines you. I think it's an expression of who you are. So personally, I do not think it defines us. However, externally, I think that people will sum you up based off of how you show up. And does that mean that it still defines you? No, but according to their definition of you or according to their take on you, they're gonna sum you up by how you show up, right? and so i do believe asking the question what do i want to be known for when i think about that question i think about uh women like michelle obama when michelle obama stepped up on the scene like honey everybody was like trying to be michelle obama trying to dress like michelle obama i mean she was on every magazine i mean her style inspo was all down our timeline everywhere right she was so poised timeless classic classy well put together right and so wherever she was she was just so tactful she would just show up and here's the beauty in it when I think about the whole fashion or style piece is because of whoever her stylist was they were killing it first off but they put her together so well that all she had to do is just show up and be herself she didn't have to be all self-conscious because of what she was like she was able to just show up in and own the space, own the room that she was in. And I think that that, that added a level of ease for her because her her stylist recognized who she was, knew her style, recognized her identity, and was like, I can easily put these things together for her to show up, just show up. So asking, what do you want to be known for, right? And then the third question is, who is my style inspiration? And so that can also be Michelle Obama right. I always, you know, tell people to start with the Pinterest board. Just start identifying what type of style I like at least because you you may recognize that hey, I like a little eclectic, I like a little casual, like and how do I bring these things together? So it's creating a style inspirational board and then identifying people that you know or people that you see that you are inspired by their style and then trying to discover what can I take from each because although Michelle Obama is super timeless and super classy and you know poised do that mean that that's how you want to show up no you may say I like her style I like her boldness uh, I like the way she she rocks colors and she does them well right but maybe I may want to add a little twist to it maybe I may want to throw a little Beyonce in there right now Beyonce can be a little risque right but I would be honest and say I like risque a little bit, not not to wear the, it's cleavage and all the skin showing, but I like risque in the sense of, again, I like to go over the edge a little bit. i would say this real quick. Uh, when the church I used to go to, I remember I would show up to our meetings and I would have distressed jeans on with a blazer, you know, and some sandals. And then they'd be like, oh, so you're just going to show up with your knees out. And I'm like, is that a problem? Like I I, I don't see what was the problem. You know, it's not like I have cleavage out and all that. Like, it's okay if I have my knees out, you know? So that's what I mean by that. Because I personally, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I don't recall seeing Michelle Obama with her knees out, right? Having, having you know, distressed jeans on. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with having bold colors, timeless pieces, but also throwing in a little cold shoulder. People don't, some church folk don't like that. I don't mind having a little cold shoulder. So, so that's what I mean by, identifying your style inspiration and then seeing how you can pull those together to align with who you are.
1: That is really helpful. You know, I have recognized that your clothing can definitely help you to feel more confident, as I'm sure, you know, lots of other listeners have as well. But I have not considered how much ease it can bring when you show up into a space and how that confidence can even come from the fact that you don't have to worry about your bra strap showing. I tell yes. you, the worst issue with, with just <laughs> shirts. Falling off of my shoulders. And I don't mind a
0: shoulder either. When it's supposed to be that way. When it's supposed to be that way. Exactly. (laughs) Your level of ease. Like when you can show up and not have to feel self-conscious. Because that's the worst. When you're showing up for anything and you want to be your best self. But for whatever reason, you're like, oh, man, I like these these pants so tight, I can't even move. Right. You know, this, this button on the shirt, keep on pull, you know, pulling. So it, it's it makes you self-conscious. And And when you have identified who you are, what you like, your style of dress and you can be able to put the ensemble together, it makes it so much easier when you show up because you're like, listen, this is the last thing I have to worry about. Now I just really have to make sure that my words is clear, that my, you know, the message that I'm trying to get across is clear that, you know, so it takes all the guesswork out of it for me. And that's why for some people though, some people do keep it really simple. Like I know, um, I went to a conference one time and there's this woman uh, that's over uh, the GHSM, I can't remember what it stands for. But it's a global organization that she's over uh, for human trafficking. And she was saying, right now, she's like, right now, I have black jeans on, black blazer, and a white t-shirt. She said, you want to know what I wear every day? The same thing. She said, every day, every other day, she said, I may switch it, switch out the color of the blazer. I may throw on a blue blazer, or, you know, a different color blazer. She's like, but I keep it very simple. She said, because I have to, you know, show up and be present so much. And I, the last thing I want to do is worry about what I have to wear. She's like, so it take the guesswork out of it. It makes it easy for me to just already know what I'm going to wear. And that's her signature. That's what she's known for. She shows up every single time that way, because again, it's easy for her. Now to me, that's just too boring. <laughs> it's just too boring. That's just not me, you know, but for them it works well. But I just said all that to say that we want to Add that that level of ease in there, so we can show up as our best selves. We don't have to do all the guesswork, guessing about it. Yeah,
1: I have thought about a uniform, as I've heard a lot of people call it. They just have a uniform when they go speak. I've thought about it, but I'm not there. I don't know that I'm bold enough. I don't know.
0: (laughs) It takes a lot of boldness. It's boring. It's 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 boring. Like for them, it works. Like and I love it on her. Like I'm like sis, you got that. Like you, like you, you got that because. I mean, nobody ain't gonna be worried about what she's wearing. But for me, I'm like, I want to color outside the lines. Like even when I worked, you know, in corporate America and I had to have a uniform child, I'd be trying to find all kind of ways that I could dress that thing up because I was like, this is boring. And I don't want to keep showing up looking like everybody in this room every day, you know? And
1: that's why you are <laughs> in
0: the <laughs> profession that you are and you're helping all of the rest of us. <laughs>
1: Sure. You know, lately I have seen a lot of YouTube videos on, um, I want to say they're called capsule wardrobes. And basically for those that aren't familiar, who are listening in, it's a couple of staple pieces that you have that you can mix and match in a variety of ways to make different outfits. I am transitioning my look. I love the question that you asked about where are you going? You know, why is it that you want to make a change? That is incredibly helpful. And in this transition, I'm beginning to look at some staple pieces that I can pull from easily, especially since I don't have a ton of money to go out here and buy and you know, a ton of clothes. So what are some of those staples you recommend that every woman in business and ministry really have in their closet?
0: Yes, um, I say definitely a black blazer, but I mean, you always have to have a black blazer. I think there's so many different things that you can do with the black blazer. But again, if we're talking about ease, it makes your, your style simple and easy um you know to to dress up a black blazer I mean I can dress a black blazer up so many different ways with jeans I can bless it dress it up with wide leg pants I can dress it up with over a nice dress I can throw it over my shoulder over my shoulders over a dress like there's so many different ways you can wear it. so a black blazer and then even if you want to take it a step further and add like a new blazer or a white blazer but but having a signature line of a collection of blazers or just a black blazer for sure. Having, I always say jeans, jeans is my favorite. Okay. Having at least one great solid pair of jeans. Now I majority, majority of my jeans are distressed right now. I don't have a distressed pair on, but majority of my jeans are distressed, but a lot of people may not like that, right? That's fine. But having at least one to two pairs of solid jeans that you can wear at any given time that you can dress up or that you can dress down so it can be blue jeans black jeans but at least one of each or one of the other I would say that definitely one of the things so funny I was talking to my friends the other day and I was like can you believe I don't have a simple black dress in this closet I don't have a simple black dress I could not believe it I didn't have a simple black dress and the other one was a red dress I could not believe it. I said, "Wait a minute!" So I did an all-red tea party for my birthday, and all my friends. I told everybody to wear red. Everybody said, "I don't have a red dress. I don't have." And I could not believe it. I said, "That's crazy, because I don't have it either, right?" And not saying that that's a simple, that's a staple piece that you should have. But when I think about a black dress, I'm like, every woman should have at least one simple black dress that's maybe classic that you can wear at any occasion. Any occasion. So I would say that. And then the other thing is when I think about shoes boots getting into those I think a black pair and a new pair of pumps or boots a booty or a pump for sure. Like, keep it very simple. Those are timeless pieces that you can have for a very long time and that you can style them so many different ways. So I think keeping it in the along the lines of neutrals now for me when I think about uh, basics. I think that neutrals is where to start. Neutrals is like the baseline. Blacks, whites, you know, go along that line. But then when you take it a step step above, you can start playing around with some colors. So you can add, you know, a a really nice deep tone green blazer, a deep tone blue blazer, right? So playing around with some colors then. And I think that those can still be along the lines of staples. But when you talk about capsule, I think about, there's a rule that they refer to a lot in fashion, and it's being able to find pieces that you can style at least three different ways. And that would be very, very helpful. So if you're buying a dress, it's like, okay, before I buy this dress, is there three different ways that I could wear this dress? Can I wear it with the blazer? Can I wear it with some boots? Can I wear it, you know, with some sandals? Is it, can I throw a belt around it? You know, so asking yourself before you purchase something if if you're if we're shopping on the budget we want to ch- switch up our style a little bit the thr- the the rule of three that's really what it's called the rule of three and saying how many ways can I style this one item if it's a blazer how many ways can I style it if it is uh jeans how many ways can I style these jeans because sometimes when you think about like like a flare leg I love flare leg I used to wear flare leg quite a bit but when I look at it there isn't a whole lot of things that you can do when it comes to a play, to flare leg. Now, there are different ways to play around with it, but it can still be very narrow. you know what I'm saying? And so just kind of asking that question with any piece that you get, you put your hands on, like how many different ways can I style this before I purchase it? Because what you don't want to do is get so many things and then you look back and you're like, well, I only can wear this one way. You know, so, so asking the rule of three. Um, did that kind of ask ask your question? It was perfect. I've never heard of the rule of three. I'm like, yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love <Yeah>. this. <laughs> yep, the rule of three. Yep, the rule of three. That is so good. I mean, it's not only helping us to level up our style, but it's helping us to save our money
0: as well. Can you wear it three different ways? Can I I you wear it three different ways? And the cool thing about that is. I know in today's world with social media, people only wanna be seen in something one time, right? But if you can identify different ways that you can wear it, sis, I swear, you gonna wear, wear that same blazer. And I'm gonna be like, oh, I didn't even see that before. What can those of
1: us who want to dress modestly despite the trends that are out there do to ensure that we are capturing, you know, our personality within the clothes and we don't feel like they're super baggy or super big or ugly, Um, what can we do? Where can we go? What can we look for to continue, you know, representing Christ well with our clothes, despite the trends that we see, which are becoming more and more scantily clad every single day?
0: Mm -hmm. I would say one, starting with digging within and saying, who am I in my core? Like, obviously I'm a believer and, and the, the biblical values are gonna be in the driver's seat for me, right? But then asking the other question a little bit further, who am I really? So that way you can pinpoint your core values and your style of dress should align with your core values. If there, if you identify that your style of dress right now is misaligned with your core values, then you could, yeah, you need to reassess your, your style. So that's the first thing I would say. The second thing I would say is defining what modesty looks like for you. Because modesty is a very broad term. You may go to this church, like I said, I was before, I I had to wear dresses past my knees and and stockings. You go to some churches and they're like, this is modesty for us. You go to a different church and they say, oh, well, you know, you can wear jeans, but you just have to wear a shirt that's long enough to cover your derriere and you know, all that. That's modesty to them. You go, go to another church and they may tell you, listen, you can't even have your neck out. You know, like when we went to Israel, when I went to Israel, we couldn't wear tank tops, like out in, in public places. You just couldn't have skin showing in public places. Right. And so I think, again, asking yourself, what is modesty to me? What is modesty to me? Because when you understand what modesty is to you, again, that adds to how you show up. You're not showing up and saying, "Well," I got to fit the, you know, the, the way they want me to dress and de- because now you're self-conscious and you're not being able to be authentic to you because you're, you have taken on what everybody else said modesty is. No, what is modesty to you? So I would say that. The other thing I would say is uh, going back to the message that you're trying to send. I believe as believers and as women of God, specifically speaking, we should always look at another man as our brother in Christ. And I believe we shouldn't want them to stumble. So if I don't want them to stumble, then I'm not going to want to show up in the presence of men with, like I said, just cleavage and all these things hanging out. I don't want to be showing over in my crack hanging out. Right. I don't, I just don't want that. I want to respect that man as my brother in Christ. So I believe that oftentimes when we're looking at style nowadays, a lot of people are looking at external, right. They're going and they're saying, okay, well, Because there's trends. Fashion is trendy. For a lot of people, they want to go with the trend. I like to be on trend a little bit, but I don't go with the trend. I don't. My style is my style. I may pull a little bit over here, but I'm not going to completely switch up my style to be on trend because trend changes like the wind. And so for me, it's asking deeper questions to help me identify my style versus just looking aesthetically and saying, this is what I want. So that's kind of what I would say when I think about dressing modest, looking deeper within and starting from there first and then moving outward. But again, don't let other people's definition of modesty box you in. It's okay to wear a cold shoulder, but you do need to be honest with yourself and say if I'm going if somebody gave me a speaking engagement and I'm going into this room and there's an audience I want to make sure that I am in alignment with that with that room as well. I want to show up as myself but still.
1: I loved what you said about how we have to identify what rep- what modesty is for ourselves. I think that's really helpful and even as you were talking, you know, I was even beginning to think about how the way the things that we're wearing can be accentuated differently especially on social media through the poses we are also making yeah. so it might not necessarily be yeah. revealing but boo if you are you know you got your butt out of you, you yeah. your out or now yeah. it's even the pose the that pose. is causing you know other people to begin to see you in
0: a different light and begin to right. think different things as they become more tempted I agree. I agree and one of the things that I was thinking as you were talking that I think about when I think of going back to core values and all that right I think about even the stores that you choose should align with your core values for the most part that doesn't mean that you can't you know step outside and shop different places but for the most part like when I said earlier to you that I love Zara and H&M I love Zara and H and M because I don't have to go break the bank to go look nice to look nice and get get great quality. So I may go to Ross, right? For some people, and it's also budget for some people. They like listen. I know I know people who who have money and they still go shop at Ross because for them, one of their values is listen. I can show up nice on on it as you decide. Where where you what you're gonna do? Where you're gonna go? Like when I think about thrifters, a lot of times, like these women I follow on IG, they're really big influencers. So they got money to go shop at other stores if they really wanted to, but they've discovered that this is their lane. So that's literally what what I would say. The biggest mistake I see sometimes people make is they switch their style up because of everybody else doing it. And then before you know it, they're not, they're not even showing up as themselves anymore. You like, hold on, wait a minute. Who this person, who are you, who who are you, you know, but, but it's okay. We go through certain periods of our life where we are trying to figure out, you know, and and it's okay to, to do that in certain periods of your life you're going through. But um, as best as you can to start with who am I first and does just because they dress like that, like I'll say real quickly, there's a church out here, it's a, it's a a very youthful church. And I love the church. I love, love, love the church. But when I go to the church, everybody look alike. Everybody. And I mean, er, like, er, er, when I say everybody, everybody look alike. Er, Like, because everybody's dressing like the pastor and the pastor's wife. No, 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 no. Not for me. Like, I'm gonna show up and I might like what y'all wear. But listen, baby, that's not my style. I'm going to to stick to my style. And even if I like, okay, y'all wear an oversized shirt, okay, I may wear an oversized shirt every now and then, but I'm not gonna completely switch my style up to, to match what y'all doing because that's not authentic to me. I'm not a super casual uh, dressed down type of person all the time. So, So that's why I say it's very important to start from within.
1: I love that. Oh my gosh, this episode has been so full of information and I am excited. You know, I will admit that style is rather intimidating for me, but after talking to you and really listening to some of the mindset work that goes into it, it is seems as if it's become a little bit easier i have some really quick questions for you just so that we can all get to know you a little bit better (laughs) Okay. all right first thing you're doing on a day off where are you
0: going what are you doing sky's the limit on a day off yep the first thing i'm doing on a day off is i love brunch i love getting with my getting together with my friends i love being outdoors so especially now that it's springtime I would choose a really nice restaurant that's outdoors that me and my friends can gather around the table, have rich conversation and sit in the sun. Like it's it's a vibe, it's a whole vibe to me. I absolutely love it. And the whole other side to that is if I'm not going out, you may catch me at home with my feet propped up, reading a good book and, and or either watching a television show. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I may indulge sometimes in TV because it's mentally stimulating at times. But other than that, outdoors is my thing. Like springtime, oh, your girl trying to be outside. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm the same way. For both of those answers,
1: actually. (laughs) My next question, though, is you kind of led into what's one book you're recommending?
0: Oh, okay. So I'm currently reading Woman Evolved with my book club. Listen, Okay, we were we were not sure of what we were about to get but baby this book Sarah Jakes has done a phenomenal job with this book and not just Sarah Jakes I truly know and I believe that it's God breathed like that God like literally it almost feels like he penned this book himself and he did through Sarah but it's just such a great book and I recommend every woman to read it and the reason why is because she helps you to see yourself through the through the life of Eve Oftentimes we look at Eve, we discard her, we write her off. We're like, oh, if it wasn't for Eve, we curse Eve, right? But we get to see our our traumas and everything through this story. And so Woman Evolve right now is amazing. And then one other book. I just got Cindy Tram's new book called Unstoppable. And it's masterful. It's very, very good. And it's and it also has some practical application after each chapter to help you do a deep dive within. So those are two books I would highly recommend right now.
1: Okay. I'm putting them on the list in the show notes below. I had not read the second one. So really excited about that, but yes, definitely enjoyed woman of all for sure. Yes. Last question I have for you as these super quick questions are, what is one thing that you surround yourself with to remind
0: yourself to slow down? Ooh, Ah, that is a very, very good question. Remind myself with, I would say that I I love candles. I, I believe that my home is my sanctuary for me. So I love candles. I also love Epsom salt baths sometimes and so i think that those are gentle reminders for me like when i have a stressful work day or just a stressful day or emotional day or whatever overall having candles and a nice epsom salt bath like does it for me one other thing is i like a glass of wine i like i think that wine epsom salt baths and candles just it's a whole little it just does something for me it puts me in a place of just like you said, slowing down, being still. But if I were to give a, the last answer, which is my my true God answer, is oftentimes I need to when I open my Word, it literally has me sit still. It has me to sit there, sit still, and be intentional within the moment and saying, okay, God, like let me assess my life in this book like through this book, let me assess, you know, where, where, where am I, where am I? And that literally makes me do a pause where it's like, wait a minute, you're not just reading books, the words on a paper or words in a book, right? This is literally bread for the soul. And so that then makes me do a pause and say, hold on, this is, this is nutrients for your soul. So that means that you need to, to assess, where are you right now? Where where's your soul? How is your soul? Not even where. How is your soul? How is your soul? And and that to me is a great indicator of slowing down, pausing when I feel myself being exhausted, super tired. Yeah, I have to look at my word and say, okay, how is my soul really? So <laughs>
1: There's actually a really good book by Judah Smith called How's My Soul or How's Ooh. Your Soul. That one, that one,
0: phenomenal. Really? Oh, I've never yeah. heard of it. Oh, you I have to too. Too. you have to read it. Your book club would love. It. Oh, wow. And it's called
1: How's My Soul? How's your soul? And How's he bases it off of third John 1 and 2. Beloved, I pray that you may <laughs> prosper in all things, even as your soul prospers.
0: And woo, it was slowed down. <laughs> oh, that's good. I oh, you're it. gonna love it. Love Let that. me know how your book club enjoys oh, it when y'all go through it. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna look it, look that up because I like Judah Smith and that is rich. That sounds rich. Yes, it yes. was. It really
1: was one of my favorites. Well, thank you so much for your time. Oh my
0: goodness, we so were
1: blessed.
0: Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm blessed by you, Liv. I, I thank you for allowing me to be a part. I mean, when I saw that, I said, not nah, Liv, Liv want me to be on her podcast. Like that's a big deal in my book. I, I think that you know, you and I have had have very few interactions in person, but we connect a lot through social media and whether you're online, whether you're in person, I mean, it doesn't matter. Your vibrance, like, is contagious. It's contagious. And I don't know how anybody can get around you and get in your presence and second guess themselves, get in your presence and, you know, shrink, get in your presence and not wanna be like, wait a minute, I'm playing small. I gotta, I gotta play big, you know, so. I'm grateful and I'm blessed by what you're doing. And so you keep doing because not only am I blessed, but I know that there are countless of other women that are blessed by what you're doing.
1: Thank you so much. The feeling is so mutual. Oh my goodness. It is mutual. In fact, when you said yes, I was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! (laughs) How can I not say yes to this? Can you tell everybody where they can find you. And can you just uh, print us out if you're open to that?
0: Absolutely so you ladies can find me on ig at brave underscore her 23 that's my ig you can also find me on facebook salon shepherd on facebook now i do have a clothing site dingy collection dig and e collection right now it is on pause because we're making some pivots in business but those are places you can find me but yes let's go ahead and pray so Lord, I want to thank you so much, God. I'm so, so grateful for this opportunity to partner with your daughter, to partner with Liv um, on this platform, God. We believe that what you're doing, God, you're breathing on this thing. And I appreciate you for Liv's willingness to say yes. I thank you for her simply answering the call and saying, God, send me, I'll go. I thank you, Father, that you are using her, Father, as a vehicle to, to go into the nations, to go into the nations. And so Father, I pray that you would continue to give her a spirit of boldness, of courage, of confidence, of total assurance of who sent her, God. I pray that her fire would be so illuminous that, God, people that would get around her, that it would set something off in them, that it'd be like a chain reaction, God. I pray uh, that, Lord, in this season, wherever she is, God, wherever her soul is, that, Father, you would allow her to be so rich, deep enriched in this season, God, so that she can pour out in the measure that you've called her to in this season. Uh, God, I pray um, strength over uh, the listeners. Father, those that would tune in, I pray that there be at least one gem that they walk away with from this conversation. And most importantly, that every conversation that that is held on on this podcast, on this platform, that it ultimately drives people back to you. And so God, we're so grateful that we get to do this. We don't have to do this, God, you give us free will, but we choose you and therefore we choose to do this work. And so we're so grateful. It is in your holy and mighty name we pray, amen.
1: Amen and amen.
0: I am so
1: excited about what God is doing in your life and I would be honored to hear which part of this show resonated with your heart. Make sure that you take a screenshot of this podcast and tag me at CandidLive on Instagram. It would be so nice to connect with you and even feature you right here on the show. Until then, know that I am praying for you. I know that you're praying for me too. Love
0: you.